Hello and welcome back to Thickcast. I am your host Molly Edwards and yeah first I'd just like to welcome you back. I know it's been a hot minute um, and I do apologise for that so I thought off <laughs> I best tell you where I've been. So the reason I've not put out a podcast in a while um, is and I think I might have spoken about this a little bit um, on the last podcast but it's basically been down to technical issues um so my mac had i mean it was five years old and it decided that that's enough it had enough so it just wasn't working and i couldn't edit record podcasts it would just crash same with youtube it was crashing um and obviously i've then had to invest a friggin lot of money into a new macbook um so i can be back on the podcasts and the YouTube as well. So if you want to check out the YouTube, I have already posted a new video on there um, and I've been recording one today as well. So I'm aiming to get a new YouTube video once a week and I'm going to try and get back on the podcast once a week as well. So that's my aim, just to keep you guys having lots of guests on here. Um, we're going to get some more guests on here again. I've got an idea of a few people who I want to ask on. Um, and I'm going to do a few more solo ones as well because actually I'm a lot more confident with the solo ones than I was before. So yeah, I think mainly today's podcast is going to be a little bit of a catch up, um, a little bit about what's been going on um, and kind of like what I'm doing this year, all of that fun stuff. So firstly, what have I been doing since I last spoke to you lot? Um, we've had a client photo shoot, which was absolutely awesome um we did it so my dad's got a lot of old things that he likes to collect mainly old bikes so we've got some of his old bikes we got um an old car of his and we basically created this photo shoot and um if you head over to my instagram and want to have a look at some of the photos um they're just absolutely amazing. Um, so we did this actually in November and it was cold. I will tell you that much for free. Um, lots of dressing gowns. Um, and lots of, there's a little cottage where everyone was when they weren't shooting with the fire on, just trying to keep warm. Um, but it was really amazing and everyone was in off season. And like, that's why I wanted to do it because I wanted to do a shoot with my clients that was like, do you know what? Celebrate your body in off season. Like, it's very easy to be like, oh, I look awesome in prep and like really close to show. But when you're post-show and when you're off-season, it can be really, really hard to kind of love the body that you're in. Um, and I did the photo shoot as well. Um, and I think all of us came away feeling really empowered. There was definitely people that were very, very nervous to begin with. For some people, it was their first photo shoot. Um, and Brad, who does the photography, just he absolutely nailed it and made everyone feel really comfortable as well um and we just we all found you know poses that we found comfortable in you know moved around to bits that we felt comfortable in and the the photos are just truly stunning of each and every person and i think when you get those photos back and you're like wow and you know you show your partner you know the girls are showing their partners and friends and whatever and everyone's like wow like you look incredible it gives you that confidence that I think sometimes you need in off season where you just kind of feel really big and really heavy that actually you still look pretty badass. So it was really, really, uh, you know, it was an amazing shoot and it's probably the my favourite photo shoot I've ever done. Um, it, definitely my favourite client shoot I've ever done. And 
if you're in off season at the moment, I would really, really urge you to do it. Um, it can be scary. I know that I've shot before in off season, um, like kind of post show. Um, and this time I was deep in off season. I was actually the heaviest I've ever been um, and shot. And do you know what? I am so proud of those photos. Like I'm so happy with them. Um, and I just really want like you guys that are listening to challenge yourself. If you're feeling a little bit like that, jump in a shoot, do it. And like just feel empowered and feel good about yourself. Um, so that's one of the things I've been doing. Um, I think show season was probably finished the last podcast I did. Um, but it was a good season last year. It was a good season. I'm just super happy with everything that, that kind of went on and kind of looking forward into this season as well. Um, I'm very, very excited. You know, I'm very excited for the team, um, what, you know, members of the team are bringing to stage. And I'm very excited, obviously, for myself as well. You know, stepping back on stage after three years, um, it, it's a very exciting prospect, I have to say. So, yeah, very, very excited. Um, I've signed back up with my old coach. I, I don't think I was with him on the last podcast. So, yeah, I signed back up with my old coach. Um, I kind of toyed with the idea of different coaches um, and there's a few different people on my mind, but I, I feel that the coach-client relationship that me and Vaughn have got is is really good. Um, and I don't think that I'd find that with anyone else. Um, so I was like, do you know what? I am, I'm gonna go, go where I'm happy and where I feel comfortable. Um, and knowing that I've got a really good open communication with him as well. And I think that's really important as well is, is knowing that you've got a really good communication with your coach. And I really do feel like that's the, the key there of kind of winning and, and not um, is having that, that great communication or, or placing a not is having that great communication, good communication with your coach. So that, that's kind of like one of the many reasons, um, that I decided to do that, but we've kind of run a mini off season together. Um, I think we did eight weeks of, of really pushing, um, and I pushed up to the, the heaviest body weight I've ever been at, um, and gained a lot of tissue in that time. So I was pretty happy with that. Um, and then we kind of started prep. So my prep has been different, um, <laughs> is one way to put it. So I'm starting prep now, but my first show isn't actually till the end of September. So, or I started on the 2nd of January, really. So the reason I'm kind of doing this is because all of my friends have decided they want to get married next year, which is lovely. And they want to get married in April, May and June, which is great. And if obviously you're you're someone that's competed a lot before, you, you know the scene of things, shows are kind of like April, May, June, and then they're the, the end of the year. Now, if I was going to do a show in April, May, June, I just couldn't. Like, in some ways, it would make a lot of sense. Like, I've got less clients going in the beginning of the year. Um, but I can't because they're all getting married. So I can't obviously compete then. I didn't want to be on prep over them as well. Like I'd actually promised one of my friends that I wouldn't be as well. Um, so it kind of led us to this different style of prep where I'm doing it in two parts. So I'm currently on like prep part one. Um, so I'm dieting now um, and I will be until April. Um, and then I will be doing Hindus, weddings and Glastonbury as well. Cause I did get tickets to Glastonbury and I was like, yeah, we're going. Cause um, 
people that that know kind of the other side of me like I love music festivals I love to dance I love music um obviously my partner loves music as well it'll be his first festival um definitely his first Glastonbury so it's, it's going to be exciting um to take him to that but also Glastonbury I tend to always lose weight at because the amount of steps you do and dancing is insane so I was like I'm actually not really worried about Glastonbury when I told Fawn he was like really aren't you gonna be eating loads of like shit from street food I'm like yeah but the amount of steps you do so it's gonna be fine um and also like I love street food but I don't I'm not a big like burger person or whatever I like the really fresh cooking so I like the you know when they I don't know if you've ever seen it but they do they have like a wok and they put like noodles and veg and like strips of beef in the wok and they cook it all in front of you like that is my favorite and like pad thais and just Thai food in general so I love like really fresh cooking so actually like I tend to do all right um and then obviously I will get back from Glastonbury and I'll go on to prep part two of my life. Um, and I'm just going to run that then until um, September. So yeah, that's why we kind of did it in two parts. I'm excited to do it this way. Um, very excited to do it this way, to be fair. I think that my body hopefully will respond a little bit better. Hopefully there's going to be less dietary fatigue built up. I do feel like my last prep went on for a lot longer than it should have done because of COVID, pushing everything back. Um, I w- it's not my last prep, but my last prep when I actually got on stage, um, pushing everything back. I do feel like I was on prep for a very long time and kind of like my last show, like, yes, I still did very well, but do I think I looked the best I could? Potentially not, no. And I'm very like aware that some of that was probably just like fatigue. Um, so doing it in two parts, I'm I'm kind of excited that like, obviously we'll we'll pull back. You know we're we're gonna diet hard. We're gonna pull back for a little bit, and then hopefully that will also mean that my calories might not drop as low come the second part of prep because I obviously push them back up again. So I mean we'll have to see. We'll have to see what my body decides to do. But I am quite excited of the prospect of doing it this way and doing it very differently and and kind of seeing kind of what happens but there are a lot of things that I am doing differently this year in this prep um and I want to talk to you all about it and I want to talk to you all why and maybe there are things in here that you might want to think of um you know putting into your preps or your off seasons um and some of them are like really simple so the first one is like mobility so I am putting such an emphasis this year on mobility so I've talked about this before many time on these podcasts but like my body is so battered (laughs) just generally so um I do suffer with quite a lot of kind of like long-standing injuries um my left shoulder being the main one um I'm I'm gonna try and get an MRI for that because we feel that there may be something a bit more um not great going on there than what we originally thought um but yeah my left shoulder my hips my knees I I get a lot of of kind of issues and when I pose kind of like that two bros um NPC style when you've just got a front and a back pose that works great for me because me twisting around to my right my pose is quite strong when I hit my pose when I'm like my left hand side it doesn't look as strong 
Um, and that's because there's so much tightness kind of like through my back and like through my shoulder and everything. Like just to sit in that pose, like it's very difficult. Um, so when I'm doing shows like NFM and PCA, when I'm required to do like quarter turns, my left side, which is the first, because obviously you quarter turn to your right, so it's kind of your left side, I don't know. That first side pose anyway is my weakest one. Um, and that's also quite annoying because obviously that's the second pose that the judges see you in. So they see you in that first pose and they might see like me and like one other girl and be like, oh, it's between them two, for example. And then we turn and she'll have me in that second pose um, because that that pose on me is so weak. So just knowing that I'm like, okay, what can I do to make this better is my mobility and just getting a lot better at that. So before I train now, I'm doing a lot more kind of like mobility work before I train. So we all know that we should do it and most of us slack off in it. Um, but I'm really looking at like, okay, what exercises am I doing? Am I doing an upper session? Am I doing a lower session? And I target that kind of mobility um, for that session beforehand. Um, so for me as well, it's actually quite a lot of um, glute stretches because my left glute seems to be quite tight, which is causing me some issues there as well. So it's it's kind of for two reasons. It's one to try and get that pose and better. And my other pose is also better, but mainly that one. But it's also to kind of keep me as injury free as possible going through prep. Now, I've injured myself before in prep and it does make things a lot harder. Like I had to push a lot harder my last prep than maybe that I needed to because um, I actually tore my Achilles. So obviously that wasn't great and I couldn't do many steps for a few weeks. I couldn't train legs properly for a few weeks. My cardio was all kind of upper body based cardio, which is quite ridiculous. Um... And I don't wanna have something like that happen again. And then I have to either like pull out of prep or push my shows back, which isn't really gonna be an option this year. So for me, mobility is something that I'm adding in before training. And then after training, I'm also adding in like a lot of like kind of more deep stretches. Um, and those kind of stretches post training are more the ones that are aimed at like my posing. So a lot of like kind of twisting um, stretches um, and then kind of like just a lot of other stretches basically um, that just stretch like both my lower back to obviously get that nice kind of arch in your lower back to like lift your glutes nice and high. Um, so obviously to do that, but also like, you know, through my quads, through my hip flexors, through my glutes, through my delts, through my lats, like everything just really stretching. Um, and I'm actually also finding it really relaxing. Like, when I do that after a session, I'm like, oh, I want to go to bed now, you know, I feel proper chilled. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, and then the days that I split my training and my cardio up as well, I'm stretching as well, like after my cardio. Um, so I'm just trying to get as much stretching and mobility in as possible. Um, so that is that is one thing I'm doing differently. Um, and the second thing I'm doing differently now, it doesn't work every day just because of like, if I've got check-ins and stuff. Um, but I'm splitting up my training and cardio I'm posing. So I'm kind of training between two gyms. One gym is close to home, so it's kind of better for cardio. And there's also a studio there, um, so it's better for posing. And the other gym, the equipment for training's better, but they don't have a studio or a posing room. So I'm doing my cardio um, at the one gym, and then I'm posing after. So I'm still like 
I think it's really good to be a little bit fucked when you practice posing. So what I mean by that is be a little bit out of breath, be a little bit sore in the muscles, like work harder in your posing because when you're on stage and you feel a little bit like maybe nervous or stressed or your body's a little bit tired, like you're maybe a a little touch dehydrated, it is harder. And in some shows as well, like you need that posing stamina. Well, in a lot of shows as well, but some shows I have seen girls be on stage for like half an hour. And you need to be posing that full half an hour, like posing hard that full half an hour. So if you're posing after like your training session or after your cardio session, you get those heels on and you pose straight away, like you are gonna be fucked when you're posing. And then you're kind of putting yourself, like because you're always posing when you're fucked, when you go back on stage, it'll be easier. And I hope that kind of makes sense to you all. But also when you're practicing posing, like hold your poses, like stand there in that front pose, hold it for like 30 seconds, then transition, hold the next one and do like a few sessions when your like focuses on holding your poses. So some sessions you might be focusing on transitions, some poses, sorry, some sessions you might be focusing on your walk, like, but some sessions just focus on holding those poses for as long as you can. Um, so that's another little tip in there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I'm splitting things up this year. Um, and it's kind of working really nicely and I'm really happy with that. Um, oh, maybe let's do that one next actually. I've written these down, you see, and I'm working through my list of things I want to talk about. So the next thing that I am kind of doing differently is my mindset. Like my mindset is so different this year. Like I can't even tell you. I feel like a lot more chilled, um, but like in a really good way. Um, so I'm not putting like the pressure on myself, but I'm also kind of like, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And like, even if there's days that I'm like, oh, like a little bit stressed, I'm like, tell myself like, you know, you've done this before Molly, you know what you're doing, you know what's gonna happen. It's all good and not like focusing anything. And like my coach does tell me like what calories I'm on, like what macros I'm on. But I kind of like just let it go, almost like go through me, like go over my head. Like I, it doesn't matter. Like it does not matter what calories I'm on right now, like what ma- my macros are right now. Like I've got my food and I'm just gonna like eat that food and that's cool. And I think that mindset around like, I'm really like not allowing myself to be food focused. I'm not allowing myself to get stressed over over it. I think that it's gonna put me in a a lot better state. And I've kind of already decided that from, you know, the start, like we went into this um, diet and straight away, like, you know, my calories were slashed quite a bit. You know, cardio was, was thrown right in there, you know, everything because I was like, yeah, bring it on. Um, and also my appetite was absolutely at zero to begin with. Um, you know, but I've kind of made that conscious decision from the start that I don't want to be like hoarding cookie dealers and random shit. Um, most of it's actually muted or I don't follow any of it, um, on my Instagram. And I would like recommend that you do that right from the start because at the start, you're not going to feel food focused. But if you make that conscious decision from the start that you're not gonna be food focused and you don't allow those things to come in. So what with some people is they start prep, then they find themselves food focused, then they're like muting things on Instagram and then they're like trying to stop buying things. And they're kind of like 
trying to fix the issue after it started. Whereas if you like fix this issue to begin with, so I'm not saying like if you are like Cookie Dealer's done loads of cookies for me, um, for like client things in the past, and like you know he's fantastic bloke Millie from Cakes a Daisy, fantastic. Like I want to support like both their businesses, but I also like don't want to see it. So what I'm doing then is I am just um muting them. So I I just mute the page. So I'm still following them, but I'm just gonna mute them. Um you know, and just so I don't have to see it for a little bit, you know, so I can, if I wanted to buy a cookie dealer, I could have a page, I could buy it, whatever, but just so I don't have to see it, um, and I'm making sure that, like, when me and Joe or me and friends are doing activities, we're doing them that aren't around food or drink or anything, and kind of, like, already doing those activities in the back end of my off-season, so going into this prep, like, it's easy, because, you know, I don't meet up with my friends for dinner, like, we meet up and we do pub quiz, um, which I have a Diet Coke at because I drive anyway, you know, I, I don't drink, so actually, like, that bit there makes it really easy to, to kind of, like, just transition into prep because there's no real change, um, so I think things like that are just, just make it easier, um, also the gratitude that I actually get to prep, um, because I think it can be very easy to just be, like, oh my god, like, this is so hard, and, like, this is hard, like, if it's hard, you don't have to do it, like, no one is actually holding a gun to your head and being, like, you have to do this prep, and, like, you have to do this diet, and you have to eat these low calories, and you have to blah, 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 like, if you want the goal, and your goal might be to step on stage, or your goal might be to, like, you know, place in your show, or win a show, or win an overall, or your pro card, or whatever, if you want that result, like, you have to do, you know, the diet, you have to do the steps, you have to do the cardio, etc, etc, to get you there, but if you actually decide this is really fucking hard, and I don't want to do it because I'm really not enjoying myself, you don't have to do it, like, you won't then, obviously, when you're pro card or when you're class or whatever, but also, like, you don't have to do it at all, so I think, that is kind of like one of the mindsets that I'm in as well. Like I'm cho- very much choosing to do this and I am lucky that I can do this. And I'm sure like you've all heard like people say like, you know, prep's a privilege and you know, there's people that would love to prep but they can't because they can't even afford food and blah, 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 blah. And it kind of like, it's very like difficult to, I don't know, I've, I've heard it before and I've always been like, oh yeah, but like, it never really makes sense because you've never been in that situation, you know, you've never been some starving child in Africa because it's hard to resonate with, do you know what I mean? Um, Because you've never been there, so why would you know? But I think from having the last prep kind of not being able to complete it because of obviously health issues, going into this prep, I'm like, wow, I actually am doing this now and when it was taken off me for, for, for a health reason, it was really fucking hard. And going into prep now, I'm like, I'm really grateful actually like I'm able to train and I am able to walk and I am able to do my cardio and I am able to like eat my food and still function. And like, I think that that happening has really been like a blessing because as much as it didn't feel like it at the time, trust me, that happening has made me realize like actually like, 
this is a privilege and this is something that I get to choose to do and this is something that I enjoy um and it does make it a lot more enjoyable um so yeah that's that's kind of the other thing is just like a completely different mindset and like every time I've trained like I've never I think there was once where I was like a little bit like unmotivated to train um you know free prep and off season um and I think we just had like a really really busy day and we just got in and I was like shit like I have not got long I need to get straight to the gym and you know it's just like such a rush um but the rest of the time I've been so motivated to go because like why wouldn't I because this is what I love to do like I love to train so obviously I'm gonna love to go to the gym um it's kind of the mindset I'm in and like it's just that like this is just what I do um and I don't know it's just it's been a good mindset it's been a really good mindset um the shows I'm doing and why is kind of the next thing I want to talk about so I'm doing a few different shows this year and I'm I'm going to share them like I'm not gonna be like a little secret squirrel about all like I'm just going to share my shows with you all um I'm going to do a two bro show at the end of September that'll be my first show I'm then going to do PCA Jersey I'm then doing the France pro qualifier and then I'm doing London the next day and I told someone this the other day and they were like what why are you doing those shows they're like so out the way and I'm like yeah I know but for me picking shows this year was very much about my clients as well and I didn't want to be on stage with my clients and it was for a couple reasons like firstly like I don't want to be stood on stage and be against them like it just I kind of don't really like the thought of that um it's a little bit like conflict of interest thing you know and I don't like that um I spoke actually to Nathan Stars about this when um when he came on the podcast because it's like if I was if they beat me like that would be great for business but then and I would obviously be like really happy for them but then if I beat them would they then think in the back of their head like oh well she was against me so she didn't peak me right or do you know what I mean like something like that and like that obviously wouldn't be the case at all um but it's just something that I think like mm, I don't think I would be comfortable with that so I kind of don't really want to do that so um yeah my plan was like I don't want to go against any of the girls also like I would just be stressed them being on stage um because I don't get stressed myself I just get stressed with everyone else and that would potentially affect the look so like I think we need to avoid it so obviously picking shows like none of my girls are doing two bros so that one was quite easy and then again it was just picking one that there wasn't anyone doing a show that weekend um as well so like that was fine um then PCA Jersey the reason I picked that one was because it was out the way um in terms of PCA shows that weekend again I when I looked at the calendar I was like I don't think I'm gonna have anyone um in shows that weekend and like you know Jersey would be fun so I kind of picked that one again because it was it was that bit out the way um and then uh sorry France again I need I didn't need I wanted to do a pro qualifier and like that was part of the the thing this year was like I want to do a pro qualifier um you know I'm I'm not delusional I'm not like gonna sit here and be like yeah no I'm going for my pro card this year because I'm really not um I'm just going 
to see where I stand, you know, do I think maybe one day I might be in with a shot? Yeah, why not? But I don't think I'm there yet. But I do want to stand myself on that lineup with those like really, really competitive girls um, and just see where I stand. Um, and more importantly as well is like get the feedback from those judges um, that, you know, judge the pro qualifiers and say to them like, look, okay, you know, give it to me. Like, do you think I'm in with a shot at some point? Do you think like take up bowls instead? Do you think, you know, what, you know, if you do think I can do this, like, what do I need to improve on to get my pro card? Like, you know, what, what do I need to work on here? So that kind of is, is quite one of the things I really want to be able to do this year is just put myself in front of those judges and, and kind of see the feedback that I get from it um, and see then kind of where we move forward from there and, you know, how much time do I need off stage to kind of make those improvements and, and things like that. So that was something I really wanted to do and again France was just we looked at all of them and one of the things was cost because obviously if I went to America obviously there's there's more choice but I would have to fly out to America which is really expensive and obviously stay out there and things um so it's more looking at like kind of European shows and again it's trying to find a show that fitted in with everything else that's going on, um, with clients, etc., etc., and the other shows that I wanted to do. So France seemed to be the one that fits best. Um, and we're actually gonna drive out to France and I'm gonna compete in France. And then I'm literally competing in London the next day, which sounds mental. Um, but Joe and Vaughan are gonna do some overnight driving and me and Jade are gonna chill in the back and it's gonna be fine. Um, because they're just basically gonna sit and eat pastries. So <laughs> crack on um so yeah we're then going to drive finish literally second come off stage jump in the car and then drive back to london um for the next day now i have got girls in london but they're in the amateur show um and i'm obviously in the pro show in the evening so it does mean that i've kind of got like that time in the in the day to really focus on them um and then in the evening focus on myself and with NFM changing things around, um, that with NFM now, you only get your pro card if you win the overall. So out of the three of them that are competing, only one of them can win that pro card anyway. So if I'm focusing on someone else as well, it's only gonna be one other person and myself. And that other person will have already been like peaked, you know, because they've already been on stage, they've already won. So it's kind of like, it'll be all right then because they're they're cool that you know they're ready um and then obviously just myself so I think for that reason it's I'm kind of like all right about it um I always had a lot of conversations with my athletes as well and especially when I said to them like look London looks like the one that's going to make the most sense for me to do um but I know you were thinking of London as well like what do you want to do and they've all kind of said like no no come and do London like come and compete with us because actually I'm not going to be necessarily against them. Um, so that's quite nice. Um, that is kind of like, yeah, we're, we're going to be competing the same day, but not like quite the same show. Um, yeah, so it's all a bit mad really, isn't it? It's all a bit mad, but I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. So I think that's pretty much everything like to catch you up on there. Um, 
some things that I want you to do this prep, um, and I want you to really think about this prep for yourself, if you're on prep this year, obviously, if you're not, then apply it to your next prep, is to do shows for you, um, and not because of your coach or your location. So something that, what I mean by that is like, I'm obviously doing three different federations this year. There are actually three different federations I've already done before. But they're federations that I really enjoy. Um, and they're shows that I really want to do. So, you know, France I really want to do because it's that pro qualifying show. And I said to Vaughan, I was like, I really want to do um, a pro qualifier. I really want to do a PCA because last time I did a PCA, like I, I didn't play. So I think I was like last. So I really want to do a PCA and like kind of, prove myself that I can do all right on that stage um and I really want to do an NFM as well because I really enjoyed it last time and you know if you win the overall you know you can go abroad and stuff and like that to me is like a really great prize so for me I was like I want to do those three federations and even before I've never really worried about my location so I live in Devon and there is two bodybuilding shows in Devon. One is at the beginning of the year. Um, there's an NFM show. There used to be a PCA show, um, but they've moved it now because it's still the PCA Southwest. But it is, um, instead of um, in Exeter, it is now like three hours up the road from Exeter, um, which I wouldn't really call Southwest. But there we go. That's a whole different story, isn't it? Um, and then there's an uh, IBFA show as well. So there is kind of those those two shows. Um, IBFA is actually in October, I think. Um, but I obviously can't do this show at the beginning of the year because I'm not competing at the beginning of the year. So I could have just said, oh, I want to do IBFA. And then, I don't know, maybe a show like in Bristol or... Um, I'm not sure, like Midlands or something, because it's it's easy. But like doing a show because it's easy and the location's good, does that necessarily mean it's going to be the right show for you? Now, I've always travelled for my shows. I've done um, Stoke. I've done, I have done the Exeter PCA show. I've done um, Northampton, Dudley. Where's the other one I did? Oh, Maidenhead. So I've always travelled for them. Obviously, I travel for client shows and stuff as well. And actually, like, I would just say, just do it because you're going to want that. If the show's on Saturday, say you're going to want that Friday off work anyway. So you might as well just travel up on that Friday. I've always just done the drive myself, just driven there. Like, you're fine. And it just opens up the world of, like, shows to you. If you say to, like, I only want to do the shows that are on my doorstep. Like, do you know, you're actually not going to get as much out of competing by doing it like that. You're really not. And if you're only going to do shows because, and I, it, again, this is like dependent on coach, but I am a coach that says, I don't know if you just heard that, my dad just needs so loudly in the room. I'm a coach that I'm like, whatever show you want to do, let me know, we'll do it. You know, there's no restrictions with me with federation. There's no pushing you into certain federations. None of that. Like my girls, honestly, this year, they're doing PCA, NFM, um, GBA, FMC, IBFA, NABA, UKUP. I'm trying to think what else we're doing. Those are the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. There's seven different federations, man. Like, they are doing, like, everything. Because 
I, I don't mind like go and do what you want to do um whereas I know there's other coaches that will only put their clients in say PC or they'll only put them in two bros or they'll only put them in whatever else you know and I don't want you to feel like because your coach has said you can only do this show that that is the only thing that you can do you can't you can literally do whatever federation that you want to do whatever you want to do it and have fun with it like really really have fun with it um the next thing that I want you to do this prep is think about your mobility um so this is something that I've been speaking a lot about more recently um with posing is I really feel like nine times out of ten the reason that you're struggling with your posing or your posing could be better is your mobility so whether that's your lower back mobility being able to kind of create more of an arch in your lower back to lift your glutes higher create that smaller waist make the glutes look bigger all of that fun stuff or whether that's to do with like twisting around to each side um in your side poses um and whether that's bikini figure or wellness this applies to all of them um mobility is going to help you with that um and not only just your posing but obviously to try and stop you getting injured as well so if you're not doing your mobility work like just put in some mobility work or some yoga like i've actually got quite a few of my clients this year i've told them like on your rest days or like at least once a week twice a week ideally i want you to do a yoga class so i've programmed in yoga classes for quite a few of them now actually the feedback I've got off them is it's really helping their mental health as well um but also their posing is coming on so much just from doing a yoga class like once a week um and then I've also said like once you get more competent with yoga like you can take some of the yoga kind of stretches and moves and flows and add them to your session like before you train or whatever um so try yoga if you want but definitely add some ability work in um, and the third thing that I want you to do this prep is remind yourself that you're not a dog. And what I mean by that is my dog, Bert, we've all seen him. We all love him, right? If I want him to sit, I hold up a treat and he sits. And I'm like, well done. Good dog. Have a treat. You're not Bertie. <laughs> you are a person and you do not need someone to hold up a cookie and tell you to do your cardio. You do not need someone to hold up a cookie and tell you to do your prep. You know, if remind yourself like why you're doing this and remind yourself that you're not doing this because when you come off stage, you get a fucking cookie dealer. If you want a cookie dealer, you do you. But that's not why you're doing it. You're doing it because of, and then you will have your own reason. And I want you to think about that reason. Remind yourself you're not a dog. You do not need treats. You don't need to treat yourself every time you do something because you're not a dog. You can treat yourself in other ways by looking after yourself, by doing acts of self-care, like having your nails done, putting on some makeup maybe, having a nice bubble bath, reading a book, doing your skincare. This is something I'm going to talk about actually. Whatever it may be, but you're not a dog. You don't need a fucking cookie every time you step on the treadmill, Okay cool glad we cleared that up skincare is something i'm going to bring up as well um because i think this is something that doesn't ever get talked about but your skin prep obviously before you go on stage everyone talks about skin prep for your tan get your exfoliate in get your moisturizing do your skin prep so your skin for your tan on your body is all good sits all nice 
absolutely 100% do that. But also your skin prep on your face. Now, this is something I've been a lot better at recently. And I wanted to share with you like some thoughts. So when you get your makeup done um, and they do your stage makeup and the makeup artists are brilliant, like don't get me wrong. The better your skin is in the first place to apply that makeup to, the better that makeup is A, going to stick to your face all day and B, not going to like crust off or go cakey or whatever. So do your skin prep, do your do your skincare, sorry. So everyone's going to be different on this and it's, it is very, very personal. Um, but keeping your skin hydrated with a moisturiser, keeping an SPF on it, using some sorts of like serums or toners or whatever works for your skin and like I'm not gonna I'll tell you what I use but it's gonna be different for everyone so like I use a hydrochloric acid I think that's it um toner I use a vitamin c and a collagen serum as well on my skin um and I exfoliate my face every day as well and like that's made my skin so much better And I think at the back end of prep, like a lot of us can get like bad skin because obviously like maybe your nutrition's not as good. Maybe you're using PEDs, which obviously can give you like a little bit of acne. Um, And like that is really common. Maybe you're a little bit more run down. Your skin can flare up because of that. Your hormones might be a little bit out of whack causing your skin to flare up. There's so many different reasons. Oh, and I also use a moisturizer as well. Um, So what I want you to do is think about that and think about, okay, like, actually, can I get on top of my skincare, and get on top of it early as well, because obviously, you want to find the right skincare for you and your face, but get on top of that skincare, because as much as you can cover up, like, redness with makeup, you can't cover up texture, and you can't cover up, like, lumps and bumps, so the better you can get that base for the makeup artist to work on, the better, and the same with lip care as well, um, because if you put lipstick on lips that are really dry, it's going to flake off and, like, look crusty, Whereas if you use, so I've been using um, a lip mask every night and I'm swearing by that at the moment. And then you guys know I friggin' love Burt's Bees. So Burt's Bees lip balm is on the rest of the time. And I am someone that gets quite dry lips, especially in this cold weather. I'm not getting that cracking. So if I like go out now and I put a lipstick on, like it looks good. And I can wear like a matte lipstick or something because my lips aren't really dry. So that's something else to just think about like before, obviously you're going on stage and stuff this year. So yeah, very excited for kind of like, that's kind of my personal journey. Obviously the team this year are looking pretty good. So Steph and Chloe, the first to go on. So they're going on in April um, and May. So I will keep you guys updated with kind of how they get on. Um, and then there's more girls going kind of the back end of the year as well. Some of them are little secret squirrels. Some of them are not so much. Um, but yeah, it's very, very exciting, um, obviously, to see them all all going. For Steph, it's her second year um, on stage, second year with me on stage as well. Um, and for Chloe, it's her first ever um, kind of season. So very exciting for both of them. And I, I think they both do well. So yeah, excited for that. Um, and I've also launched my prep crash course so if you're someone that's listening to this and you're like very kind of obviously if you're listening to this you're probably like someone that's like "Mm, I'm thinking about bodybuilding or you already bodybuild if you're already bodybuilding awesome like just come and join the team right there are spaces for normal people as well I say normal people but you know people that have competed before 
if you've never competed before and you're kind of a little bit on the fence about it and you're like, oh, I love listening to the podcasts and watching YouTubes and following people on Instagram and all of that stuff. But I don't know whether preps for me or not. This course is literally designed for you. So it's a six week crash course where we're going to cover everything about prep. So it's going to be a course where you're going to diet um, in there. So it's it's about like putting in almost like putting you in a prep scenario for six weeks in terms of the diet um, and cardio and training. Um, but then we're also going to cover things like posing. So you get posing sessions with it. We're going to cover education. So we're going to have like educational calls around prep as well and like how you can... Um, you know, just different things, like questions you might have. So it might be about like the cost of prep. It might be about like the hair, the makeup, the jewelry, the shoes, the tan, the bikinis, like all of that. It might be about like how you might feel post-show. It might be how you might feel on prep. So a lot of education around it all. Um, and also a lot of support as well from me um, to make sure that you are, you know, supported through this journey. Um, You'll also get a physique analysis as well. So we'll say like, okay, like this is where I feel you'll probably fit best in and like kind of like what federations would kind of suit you what class would kind of suit you best um and then there's also the option at the end where you can either dependent on what I think of your physique you can either carry on that prep and compete then the back end of this year or you can then take the time out go through a growing phase with me um and compete in 2025 so that's kind of like the the course very briefly but if you are interested in joining that um please drop me a message so my instagram is of course molly jane underscore bikini spell m-o-l-l-y-j-a-y-n-e underscore bikini um yeah so drop me a message on on instagram and i'll i'll sign you up for it and send you a little bit more information um but thank you guys so much for listening um to podcast i hope you enjoyed it please let me know if there is anyone you want me to have on here as a guest um or anything that you'd like me to do kind of a solo episode about and talk about um but i feel i've just rattled on this this episode about kind of myself a little bit and um i don't normally do that but yeah that is that is kind of kind of this um this podcast in a nutshell isn't it it's kind of about the the journey and what what's to come but yeah very excited about it um and very excited to take you all along for the ride as well so if you're interested and you want a few more updates and stuff obviously drop me a follow on instagram um and obviously i'm on there or you can go on my youtube and stuff as well but yeah thanks so much for listening please follow um on whatever podcast thing you're listening on or whether it's spotify whatever please give me a rating of possibly five stars because i feel i deserve it um and obviously share on your stories as well would be absolutely wicked but yeah thanks guys and i'll see you soon